Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. Just take a moment to settle yourself in if you haven't had a time to do that yet. I just really want to welcome all of you, everyone, today. We'll get started with a, with a guided silent sitting. Just take a moment to find your kind of comfort place where you can just be here, where you can attend to yourself and your inner needs so that you're comfortable, relaxed, not distracted by other things right now or minimally distracted by other things so that you can really put your attention where it belongs, which is deeply within yourself, at least as a beginning, (laughs) so that you can relax and find some rest and peace of mind, body and heart. For those who need some guidance, I will offer some guidance. If you don't need it, just let my voice be in the background so it doesn't distract you. If it does distract you or trigger you, I invite you to really be available for what is getting activated within you, the reactive parts of you that may get um, brought into consciousness. And then gently be with whatever's coming up in a way that's really welcoming, allowing with a patient, forgiving, um, compassionate, open hearted support of yourself. If your mind is very worked up and busy, caught up in things, When you notice that, gently bring your attention into your breathing, just noticing the natural inhalation and exhalation as it comes in and out of your body. This is a way of giving your attention something to pay attention to if it's sidetracking. And just relax into the natural movement of your breath. If you're able to sense it in your belly, that can really help deepen sensitivity and kinesthetic awareness. Um, If not, just notice it however you do notice it. Simply allowing yourself to be here. Letting go of any trying, any efforting, and he's struggling. Let your attention be like fog enveloping a landscape. The soft moistening of everything in your field of attention. Resting and allowing your natural openness to open by itself.
if your mind is distracted or you're having trouble being here, just be kind to yourself and forgiving and gentle and patient. Takes time to be able to arrive fully in the present moment, usually. Just gently bring yourself back without force or judgment. And if you're opening into this deeper connected presence and sensing or perceiving that, just open to that, allow that. Notice any judgments you might have about how you're doing or how you feel about things. And bring attention to those so they can start to relax out of your nervous system. You can truly just be available and open. And at ease. Well, I just want to welcome you again and invite you to really realize that when you sit like this and stop and tune in, you're entering an infinite realm of discovery and possibility. So what you think about it, the beliefs you have about it, what you've heard about it, all can go into the background or just not be in the way at all. So that you can actually begin to see and feel and be available fresh for what's happening. Because we're on a relative level, egoic identities who are surviving, we tend to take everything that we perceive and turn it into something that we think we understand. We automatically make meaning of things, but that just creates more and more constructs, which eventually become, well, they're identities that we become, uh, that we function in, in, in relative reality, not a problem. <clears throat> but when you're cultivating consciousness, which being here, being here with yourself and being in this environment does, it cultivates consciousness. You begin to open up more and more into what we call your true nature, your true self, which is not limited to the uh, conditioned, identified ego structure. It's very hard to talk about this <laughs> because honestly, from the point of view of consciousness, there is no believer or identified self. There's just pure consciousness. This is where concepts really fall apart. This is where traditionally they say you, you have to go beyond the teachings. This is what it means. But what that really means is that you have to go beyond your own beliefs, especially ones that you are very attached to. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean that you have to throw them out. As I've often said, it's fine to have beliefs as long as you don't believe them, as long as you're not, as long as you can see that they're beliefs and that maybe you're even attached to them, maybe even addicted to them. <laughs> maybe they're even compulsive. But that's just an opportunity to see that on some level, we're just programmed. You know, we're programmed. 
And that's where you can begin to have compassion and a perspective toward yourself that's much more spacious, much more open, because that's going to be the fertile ground for your body to heal, your mind to get quiet, and your spirit to blossom, and your heart, your big heart, to truly open and be fulfilled in the realm of what is extraordinarily wonderful and we refer to as unconditional love. And as a human being, to receive and give love unconditionally is the most important thing, more important than any achievements, period. Those are great. I don't have a problem with any of them. <laughs> but it's just, I'm not talking about that. It's just really we're fulfilled when we are able as a human being to fully receive and give love on an, in an unconditional way. And the hard work that you, in a sense, are... I'm going to use the word doing, forgive me, <laughs> here, is actually important. I think what's important for you to know is that I'm not teaching a way for you to follow or a person to follow, but rather I'm teaching you how to tune in to yourself in a way that you can find the true guiding path of your healing and your liberation. And so there's nothing here that I'm offering that you need to believe or disbelieve. It's fine for you to not believe anything I say. I don't have a problem with that. I'm a born skeptic and I haven't changed. <laughs> so I welcome skepticism and reaction and all of that. That's fine. You don't have to walk in lockstep to, you know, Sri Hopalong Bunny G. That's my comedy spiritual name. I hope that was amusing for some of you anyway. But honestly, it's really about developing the ability to move towards your discomfort, to move towards your vulnerability, not with a set of tools that you're going to fix them or get rid of them, but rather with this, at least in this environment, here, today, with our sitting. I'm not talking about therapeutic intervention and modalities, which I have benefited from countless and not only benefited, but been trained and practiced for decades and very important. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the deeper training of realization and what it really means to uh, find the truth and live from there. Because that is the promise of what's being offered here, is that if that seed is germinating in you, and I guarantee you, it is. Because people just don't even come here or stay in this room if it isn't. Because it's not going to make any sense. And it's going to be like, what is that guy doing? What's happening here? And even though you might be thinking that, on some level, there is a seed germinating in you. And I'm here to teach you how to nurture and cultivate and nourish the environment so that seed can find its way to the light. And it can grow and branch and flower and fruit and be incredible. And I guarantee you, if you find out how it's working in you and you follow that, you will become available for what we call freedom and, and true peace, regardless of your circumstances. Circumstances are infinitely variable for every individual, and they're constantly changing, and we can't control them, as we all know, well know from the last however long we've been going through this recent shift in human experience on so many levels. So that's, um, that's the beginning of what I want to say. And the other piece I want to add here is really the simple instructions for you that you can experiment with and see and check out and see if they work for you. But this is what I'm going to offer you a very simple, basic way to be here. 
my words aren't coming that fast because I'm just really enjoying the beautiful spaciousness that's here and depth of being. So all you need to pay attention to is whatever is in the way of being here. It's actually that simple. Now we, you've heard so many teachings and, and famous songs even, you know, let it be. <laughs> but the truth is egos can't let it be. That's almost flies in the face of what ego is. Egos everything, is, is completely improve it, make it better, fix it, understand it, get rid of it, get, get a hold of it, <laughs> let it be. That's actually funny. Truth is, let it be is, is really more how it is when you're not in the way. It's letting it be isn't something you can do. It's something that awareness, it's the nature of awareness. Awareness is by its very nature, letting everything be what it is. So when you cultivate consciousness and you start to become awareness, Perceiving one's body, mind, heart, and life in all of its ways from awareness is actually letting it be. So that's really more saying just be the awareness that's perceiving, rather being caught in the struggle with what awareness is noticing, which is the egoic perspective. And that's the simple shift in attention that you can actually develop in this practice of coming back to yourself here. You're not trying to hold on to presence when it's here. If you do that, you'll find it doesn't work. Or you'll just struggle or be paranoid that you're going to lose it. <laughs> and you're never going to get enlightened. You're never going to get free. All I can say is that if you have those concerns and fears, I've been there. I've done that. <laughs> I know that pain greatly. And it motivated me for a very long time. And it's okay to have those. It's important to honor your personal longings, desires, beliefs, all of it, so that you can begin to really be the true shepherd of your inner flock. I don't know, that doesn't make any sense, but I don't know. I said it, hopefully it's not crazy. <laughs> We're complex, we, we're not simple. We're very complex organisms. We're very complex, miraculous life forms, highly intelligent and incredibly unconscious, mostly. Look at the world, the situation. If we were more conscious, would we be in this situation we're in with all of the challenges we're faced on this planet? I doubt it. So, Real simple, just as you're here in this room, whether we're in silence or whether there's interaction, just keep coming back to whatever's trying to do something, whatever's in the way. Because whenever you give attention to what's in the way within, spaciousness will begin to open up. Light will begin to come into the space or there'll be a movement or a release of pain or emotional energy or so forth, or you'll move more deeply into it, which is often the movement through it. So you begin to even trust to a certain degree and move towards the pain that you're avoiding, the anxiety you don't want to feel, the vulnerability and, and sensitivity you don't want to have or the feelings you're having that you don't want to have, whatever it is that you begin to say, wow, I don't want to have that. In my own training, inner training, whenever I would be meditating or sitting like this and something would come up that I was awful, if something inside me said, that's where you want to put attention, where you don't want to feel, that's the practice. It isn't masochistic, it's actually a way of bringing loving kindness and gentleness to parts of us that are completely traumatized usually and are just trying to be here and survive. So this is really, a, it's not just enlightenment practice, it's self-healing training. 
It's inner consciousness development. I like to call it inspired aliveness. This is what I'm calling this work now because it's it's actually what happens is as you begin to be trained in this way and you learn this, you're actually allowing inner consciousness development. You're learning how to actually, in a way, facilitate self-healing and indirectly, you might say you're facilitating transformation to happen. One of my Zen teachers who I, who I, uh, who actually was from Hawaii, he had a center on Maui and uh, he said once when he was giving a talk, he said, he was referring to Zen meditation, which is Zazen. And he said, enlightenment is an accident, but Zazen makes you accident prone. I thought that was really funny. And, and I, I just want to correct that is that it might make you accident prone because <laughs> it's not just the fact that you're here sitting and being in a deeper connected field, but it's also how you're bringing, how you're allowing attention to envelop the landscape, like the fog, the soft allowing of what is. Thank you for listening. Let's sit a little and then I'll open the room for questions and sitting together. Okay, so feel free to just keep sitting and being tuned in in the way that you are. And if you would like to, uh, if you have a question, you'd like to sit with me in a second, I'll have you raise your hand so that I can see you. And just to say a couple of things about that before you raise your hands, is that I, people often find that by the time I get to them, if they do have their hand up and I get to them, that often whatever is up for them has shifted. So it's a working field that we're all connected to here. And um, let's just sit for a moment before I call on, on um, Pierce, who'll be my first person I call on. Also, when I'm working with people, as I probably said before, but I'll say it again, see if you can really not have it get in the way for you. Even my own voice and instructions. If it's if you don't need to hear it, I totally understand that. Uh, when I was with some of my final teachers, I I really I couldn't listen to what they were saying because I was just tuned into the energy. That's all that was happening, and the words were some way in the background somewhere. So if that's happening for you, that's fine. Don't worry about it. You don't have to follow what I'm saying. Don't worry about it at all. It works regardless of whether you're listening or not. Okay, Pierce, I know you've got a broken neck. How's it going? Yeah, it's, it's going okay. I think I, um, I, I, I um, was quite healing yesterday as I moved a lot of uh, energy there, you know, an, an intense amount of energy there. And it, it felt a lot of uh, healing, particularly, okay. you, know, and, you know, I hadn't become aware and, you know, particularly aware of the, um, the injury, um, you know, as I'm pretty dissociated from my body. Um, oh, well, so, well, then, then we want to have you be here with your body. That's what we want. Yeah. How long has it been since you broke your neck? About four weeks now. Oh, good. You need a couple more weeks to begin to be in stable ground. Yeah. I mean, after they tell you that's okay, but I'd be re really careful. <laughs> yeah, I have been. <laughs> good. Well, it's, I'm glad you can be here. And, um, and um, thank you very much. So, do you want to sit for a moment, or do you have something up that you want to bring up right away? Um, mostly, I'd just love to sit with you. You know, I've just had a you know an incredible amount of um, you know, pain and hopelessness. Um, you know, the last really few months, particularly mm. the few weeks, and today a lot of um anger, and I think a, a deeper rooted sense of injustice, um, kind of has appeared. 
which um, I would love to kind of process. Absolutely. Um, I, I feel that blocks my heart a little bit and clowns my um, you know, clarity. <laughs> sure can. So you have an extraordinary insight for, if you don't mind me saying, 18 years old. Extraordinary. So I'm so glad you can be here, Pierce, and I really appreciate your wisdom that already is here for you. And so you need to learn, and it's very hard when you're young. I know. It's very, very hard to be patient with what seems like an eternity. And you're becoming, and it will take time, and this is where you need to have perspective. It's going to take time to mature. You already have a profound understanding and a profound connectedness. And now you're going to have to find out how to grow up with that. And, and it's not an easy journey. Uh, I had that. I, it happened for me at 16. And it's not an easy journey for the many people here have that have come to me, have had that happen to them. And so you're in that slow, difficult process of learning how awakened consciousness interfaces with a maturing, growing human being that often is traumatized and has a lot of emotional healing work that really is longing to um, be healed, if I can say it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I, I understand that. It's, so it's so it's hard, and it's re, what's great is that you're honest about feeling hopeless and angry and all of that. And I would say what's really important, we don't have to do it here because this is not a therapy session, but in a therapy session or any kind of a session where we would work that way, either you and I or someone or you working with something like that, is to really also learn how to express your your pain so it doesn't get lodged in your nervous system. So it can start, you can start to release the trauma from your past. The advantage that you have and I had, and it kept me from, let's just say, ending my life prematurely, was that I had the spacious awareness. I didn't know what it was, but somehow it gave me the, see, there's the emotion. It gave me the strength to go another day, to face another insurmountable wall. So I understand where you're at. I get it. You just, it's just going to take time. And that's where you need to, you know, that's going to be the hardest thing is to have the patience for what isn't happening fast enough. Okay. Yeah. And the problem with wanting it to happen faster is that you can tend to want to leapfrog and bypass what is going to actually not work ultimately. Okay. Yeah. So that's a lot of words. I hope that was helpful to you. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it certainly um, confers with, I think, um, the, the motion I'm being uh, directed to go in. Excellent. So I love your kind of Star Wars setup there with your neck brace and your chair. It's really awesome. <laughs> you really, it looks great. I think it's really awesome. <laughs> and you have a great attitude, honestly. It's extraordinary. So, okay, let's just sit together. Ah, there it is. I can feel your vulnerability. So sometimes when we're injured, it gets us closer to our vulnerability. And that is where I would ask you, you can feel that, can't you? And you can, that's right. And your space, and you can notice that as you give attention, as you are beautifully to the vulnerability, your spacious awareness is actually getting amplified at the same time. And for those that are tuned in here to presence, they'll feel that happening. It's instant and it's interconnected and it's, it's what omnipresent means for those who've heard that word in spiritual terminology. This is what it is. Yes. So you see, so, the, so when you bring attention to that which is wounded, we move more and more into the light and it integrates. So you're doing, the way you're paying attention right now, Pierce, is working. not just for your healing, but for your liberation from suffering. So just gently be aware of the breath. 
That's right. Keep getting out of your head. You have an extraordinarily beautiful mind, incredibly articulate, and don't let it take you for a ride. <laughs> no, that's right. Come on back. That's it. So you're getting more available to your heart, your emotional heart and your heart of vastness. Good. You can't hold on to this, so don't try. Excellent. I really sense that you're getting it. Is this helpful for right now for you? Yeah. Good. Anything else? No, just, you know, deepening the direction I think I need to go in. Just let that keep happening during the gathering today. Okay. And if you're doing beautiful work with yourself, honestly, it's really inspiring. And thank you so much for being here and sharing. Yeah. Thank you very much, John. Absolutely. So let's come back to the whole group. And sit for another minute and I will work with Nikki. If you need to just guide yourself gently with a nice loving voice internally back to what's present for you. It's so important to have that kind, non-judgmental, supportive inner voice to help you because we need all the help we can get. And you can begin to build that in yourself. I certainly did. And it just was there for me always. Essential, honestly. We need a lot of help. It's okay. No shame, no blame, no guilt. Okay, Nikki. Hi. Hi, John. Yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm glad to be here. Mm. It, it feels vulnerable to come on. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. It feels what? Uh, vulnerable to come on. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, take your time. It can be a little, you know, it can be a lot. No rush. I just want to um, nurture the seed like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know if it feels vulnerable to come on because of just like my ego basically like fears of how it will go. Uh-huh. Sure. That's understandable. Or if it's like you'll get, you'll get over there real soon. <laughs> <laughs> we're just you and I. We're just hanging out. We're just we're just two human beings, hanging out and you know, sharing and discovering and. But what's beautiful, Nikki, is that you can just tell the truth about your experience because that sort of helps it go. Get you know what I mean? Yeah. So thank you for being honest about that. I'm sure it's a lot of people are afraid to raise their hand and, and it's, it's, you know, it's a little anxiety producing to be kind of in a public arena in a sense. But I think what we find here is that it's really extraordinarily intimate and we're interconnected in a way that isn't, that doesn't really encourage egoic performance, but rather allows the vulnerability of uh, a kind of sharing that's transformative, very different. So I, you've seen me before, if you come, sometimes I get emotion just comes out of me and tears will come and, you know, I hear from other people that that helps them. That I'm not pretending to be something other, you know, that, that, that I'm still a human being as well as have this 
let's just say, benefit of consciousness, right? So it's, it's, it's really, we're all learning from each other. Well, I'm learning from you right now, just being with you. And I can feel that you're deeply tuned in. But so maybe you want to close your eyes and just tune in a little bit and, or you want to leave them open and just, let's just be together with this vulnerability because you're really very open, you're opening. And so that can be physically also scary and destabilizing to some degree. That's it. Let that happen. So a lot of times the fear that we have is actually the fear of losing control, the fear of um, dissolving or dying. And often the, the, in the path of becoming transformed, there's often a terror that can come up, real terror that just needs to be allowed. And, and uh, you can't push that river. You can't stop it. You can't get over it. You can't get through it. It just, it will release when it's ready. That's all. So I would say it would be helpful for you to be in your body also to bring attention, close your eyes and bring awareness to the breath in your belly. If you can, the feet on the ground so you can feel your body here. That's it, good. That helped a lot. I just felt you get more integrated. So you may be only focusing on the spiritual, but you need to focus on the physical as well, both, because they're not separate actually at all. And if you separate them by attention, that can eventually cause problems. In most you know, traditions that have come here for over thousands of years, those people originally were trained with meditation training, yoga training, martial art training, all the trains that got people profoundly present in their bodies and their energy systems before they were really awakening so they could handle those profound movements of energy. A lot of people today are having awakening before they're really entrained for it and they're having problems because of it. When I had a lot of Kundalini, which I did when I was a monk, I had tremendous amounts of it. It wasn't a problem at all because I had already been meditating for years and doing yoga for years. And so my body could handle this intense movement. It was just like, you know, it was, it was, kind of, in, it was fun in a way. Uh, it was, it was, you know, like, kind of like a psychedelic trip or something. It was really intense. And it was just what was happening in my daily meditation practice, because, you know, it was open. So this is why you want to develop awareness in the body to help the channels open so you can handle this, you can, so that the seed can truly root and grow. It needs, it needs that. It's both, you see? Good. And so even, yeah, so bringing attention to the vulnerability or even to the body, you'll begin to feel a kind of strength that is not egoic will strength, but a kind of groundedness that great martial artists have, where you wouldn't, you know, in fact, a friend of mine who was a martial arts master in the Aikido tradition taught his son how to ground his energy and as a little kid. And it, when this, the kid would do it, you couldn't lift him. You couldn't pick him up. <laughs> Who can explain that? Exactly. So there's a lot more than we, that we don't understand. But this is important to say that because many people just want the, you know, the high of Shakti and enlightenment, and they don't understand how to cultivate the, the vehicle. Because you don't want to put rocket fuel in a, you know, in a, in a, in, in an original Ford Model T. Good. That's it. So you're, that's, that's right. So you're really here. You're really tuning in beautifully. So you don't, you don't need any help spiritually. You just need to be also aware of this presence, which you are deeply, beautifully, and just breathe and feel your body at the same time. Or even if there's emotions coming up, that's fine. People say, oh, I can't be aware of those anymore. That's the ego. Forget that nonsense. Just be aware of whatever's coming up and this at the same time. The true teaching of Zen, which non-duality is kind of a modern day repackaging marketing of, is actually, it's not two and it's not one. It's 
not two and it's not one. It's both simultaneously together and even that you can't understand. Mm -hmm. That's why Zen mind is beginner's mind, a mind that has no preconceived idea about what's happening. And Suzuki Roshi, who was the Zen master from Japan, who brought the first Zen monastery to North America, uh, Tassahara, said that um, practice begins with enlightenment. It begins with awakening to your true nature. You have awakened to your true nature. That's the beginning of practice. Some people think that's the end. No, that's the beginning. I'm glad you understand that. Then you can be patient with your, your body, your emotions, your conditioning, and take time, just like I was talking to Pierce. This is not a quick, yes, awakening in those experiences are instantaneous. No, no they are. And, but, they're, but in order for them to integrate and for them to become established, this is why we practice. because practices were invented by people who had these experiences so they could, they found out how to live with them. That's how these practices were invented. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good. Thank you, John. Oh, you are so welcome. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much, Nikki. Good to see you. Likewise. You take good care, okay? Okay, you too. Yeah, yeah, see you soon, okay. All right, let's all come back to just sit for a little bit. If you've gone off somewhere, fine. Well, that's not a problem. Just be relaxed about it. Even if some part of you saying, oh God, I just can't be here. It's too difficult. I'm restless, I'm agitated, I'm reactive. This is just, this, is, this isn't working for me. <laughs> be with the one who's not happy and give them some, I don't know, tenderness, just some loving kindness. Just say, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry you're suffering. I'm sorry, sorry, you can't just be here and chill out. <laughs> I'm sorry you're having a hard time. You know, this is a personal, I hope you don't mind me sharing, but when my mother was dying and I was at her bedside and we were very close, and I was wailing, of course. And, and she was, she had her hand on my hand and she was making nice, she was, she was making nice on me. Now, petting, you know, just kind of comforting me. She was comforting me, even though she was dying. And I was grieving. Just... How lucky was I to have that, to have that memory, which I'll never forget. And you know, sometimes when I'm having a hard time, this is what I do. I just, you know, sometimes life is impossibly overwhelming and you don't know how you're gonna go on. And that's when you just need to hold your hand or have someone hold your hand. Well, if you need to, please hold your hand right now and be nice to yourself. Yeah. Before I go to Ben Goodman, just a sec, I just wanted to follow up what I was saying a minute ago, is that, you know, I think that many people, I know myself included, had a belief that somehow having a, a relative self that needs to be comforted was somehow a sign of, mm, what? Spiritual immaturity or something like that. Like it what? like you weren't there, you, you shouldn't have that. <laughs> 
that's not okay. But, there, but that's not true at all. You can have a relative self that you're not identified with that you still need to take care of. You still need to eat and sleep and, you know, take care of yourself. So we, we are still mammals. We still have feelings. We're sentient beings with feelings. So it's important to realize that the purpose of realization and integrating realization is to become fully human, not to transcend human. That will happen soon enough. And, you know, and then we'll see how that is. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. You too. Thank you. Um, so I feel some nervousness talking about this, but a couple of weeks ago, I had a very intense um, plant medicine experience and not mm -hmm. something I've done in a long time and I kind of got the full download and I'm just you know <laughs> how long has it been two weeks two weeks yeah. good good mm -hmm. good it takes quite a while to integrate those yeah and well and there's like the integration and then there's like the longer <laughs> integration yeah and uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I've just been you know my energy's kind of been all over the place it's been mm -hmm. pretty exhausted and Mm -hmm. um, anxiety, shame, all these things coming up in really intense ways. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, yeah, I, I still feel like a little bit in like a liminal zone mm -hmm. with my experience kind of. Well, just, just, you just need to really be patient and let it settle yeah. in. We could, we should just sit together, honestly. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I think talking, I mean, unless you need to, unless something's up that you want to express, if something um, comes up, I will, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, um, it's interesting because I was asked to give a talk to um, a clubhouse psychedelic group recently. And I, the title of the talk was The Journey After the Journey. <laughs> and for those who do that, and, and uh, it's, you know, it can, be a, it can be a helpful process in self-development all the ways that it can be. But, but often this training that we have here not only can prepare people for something like that, but also for the aftermath of that so that they're not, they don't get destabilized and end up mm -hmm. having more problems. Right. Yeah. So, so just be really gentle with yourself and patient in the process. And you have enough training in yourself then to know that you're still destabilized and in a process of reintegrating. Mm -hmm. That's a benefit you have right now, which is good. But actually, I can feel you tuning in too, so that's great. See, that's yeah. that's the wonderful thing is that often psychedelic journeys uh, help people really surrender. Yeah, because if you fight it, you're gonna have a bad trip, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so yeah, this is <laughs> yeah, I know. so this is <laughs> so this is where we learn to not go down the road of fighting ourselves or our experience. Otherwise we're going to suffer horribly. And when it's amplified with medicines like the substances, it just, it's super magnified. Yeah. So a little bit of a bad trip becomes a horrendous bad trip. <laughs> and a little bit of a good trip becomes the greatest experience of your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, so it amplifies in a certain way, but honestly, I found even, as a monk that I had experiences that were that went beyond way beyond those experiences that I had when I was younger, before I was mm -hmm. a monk, what using psychedelics to some degree. And it was really amazing to me that there were much more profound realms that opened up that you can't even talk about, honestly. Mm -hmm. So there we are. See now, but you're very, you're, I think it was a good trip for you because you're really here. Yeah, you know, the, you're, really, the, um, you're very tuned in, actually, and you're very still. That's good. Yeah, you know, I think the fear that keeps coming up is around the 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 mind goes into some crazy places, and the, it wasn't even bad, you know, bad trip, good trip. It was just, it was like all of it bouncing back and forth, and um, I think there's some fear in my system about being here around it because i was like oh am i gonna go crazy you know yeah that's just you, there's gonna be some time to get it out of your system 
-hmm. You really need time to let it get out of your nervous system and to get your system yeah. back. But I can tell you that fundamentally you're great. Okay, that's good I to think know. you'll come out of <laughs> No, you are. I, I saw it immediately. I didn't know you had done that, but I felt something mm -hmm. with you right away that I hadn't seen before. So I think there's definitely benefit in what you did. The downside is what you're, you know, adjusting to right now. And that will work itself out. Yeah. Just don't get caught. Just don't go down those um, paranoid mental states. That's probably just some of that's probably just the physiology rebalancing itself right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's sit some more though. I let your presence yeah. is beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Give this your attention and be with your body. Just like I was working with Nikki, just be with the breath and be aware of the presence, but also be aware of your body because your body needs your attention. Right, now. Like, like my mom, you know, making, you know, comforting mm -hmm. me. You need to be with your body right now. Your body's going through a process of recovering and it takes at least two weeks, I think, if not longer. When people yeah. come and see me after they've done something like this and it's been fairly recent, it's like their energy system was put in a blender without the top on. I'm not kidding. It's like they're scattered. Nice. It's insane. And I tell people, come and don't come for at least two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I raised my hand yeah. last week a little bit like, uh oh, am I going to be? <laughs> I saw you. For some reason, I didn't call on you. I don't know why, but yeah, I saw it. That's why I knew you were you had called on me before. <laughs> you weren't ready. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's sit some more. You'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine. Just give it some time, more time. There it is. And your heart is even more available too. It's beautiful. It's a good trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in the 60s, you know, we used to say, have a good trip. You know, that was how we used to have a good yeah. trip. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> With our hair and our beards and the whole thing and our flowy clothes, wild, colorful clothes. You know, that was, yeah. Mm. Amazing how many of those people are ended up on Zafas and in monasteries. A lot of them. Mm -hmm. That's it. Good. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you this is you've opened more. So you want to also be with your body so you are careful not to get freaked out. That's probably part of what's happening, is that you're more open, you're not used to it. So you don't want to go back into the habit of the old self. You want to cultivate this by being with the vulnerability. Don't think about what it is or what it means or any of that stuff. This is really progress for you. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Really good to see you. Yeah. Take care. See, see, see you soon. soon. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to uh, let's come back to the whole group. And then I'll, I'll go to uh, Nora. Next. Allowing yourself to naturally, easy, easily rely. Re, well, my, I can't even talk now. <laughs> Words are stumbling out of my mouth. Oh, I was going to say earlier is that you just want to allow yourself to naturally realign with being here. It's not, it doesn't actually require effort. It just happens naturally, this alignment with being here. We try to be here and, and there is an effort. And at some point it is just the gravitational force field of your true self that just pulls you right back into your center. Pretty awesome. Okay. How are you? You're hot. 
Is it hot? Where are you? Um, Eugene, Oregon. I've heard you guys are just sweltering up there. Yeah, it's been really bad. I don't really mind the heat so much, but. Um, mm -hmm. But you're not, you don't have air conditioning or, you know, it's like, I know when we have that here, we don't have air conditioning either. And it's pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. I was just in San Francisco visiting my sister. Oh, far out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always get pretty anxious um, just being here. And like before we were sitting, I, my mind just goes so fast trying mm -hmm. to plan what I'm going to say and like, oh, I only get this amount of time, so what should I say? Or what, have, what do I need to ask? But um, there's just a lot going on. Um, let, yourself, let yourself just feel that that's what's happening. Just a lot's going on. Can you just let yourself have that right now? That that movement in through you, the emotional movement. Just say it again. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And you said um, talked about just life getting so hard that you feel like you can't go on that. Mm -hmm. Big emotional release for me because it is just been really hard um, for a really long time. Um, not so much my external life, but just mm -hmm. my. Um, mm -hmm. And I hear you. Side job. So you're so you're learning how to. Let's just, oh no, just keep your eyes open here and let's look at each other, but don't think about it. I'm with you. Is it okay that we're doing this? Yeah. Let's just, I can, we're tuned in. There was a connection here. I want you to let this happen. This is good. This will allow you to have a certain entrainment without us talking about it, which is what you need right now, because words are just going to distract. So let's just sit together and just breathe. I'll give you a little guidance, which keep your eyes open. That's it. Just feel the breath, get out of your head. Be in your body, just feel the breath because your body is a little depleted. Your energy system, your chi body is a little weak. So it's just be aware of the breath in the belly that will help that get stronger. Your pre um, this past week. What? I've been really sick with like a uh, Yeah, yeah, I can do, your body's recovering. So you're gonna be even more vulnerable. It's okay, this will help your healing. Oh, sorry, you've been sick. Let's tune back in. Yeah, that's better. This is where you allow your battery to recharge. It's very important to work with energy levels and understand depletion, too much energy, not enough energy. These are very important things to bring into our work here. And I can, I can talk more about that another time, but right now, just be aware of your breath in the belly, feel your body in contact with the chair and the floor, and be aware of this connection, which you are aware of, this deeper connection. Don't go into thinking at all. Just come out, as soon as you go there, just cut, that's better. Good, that's good. This is where you need to be disciplined with your attention. It's not controlled, disciplined, different. Perfect. That's it. This is where you're on the tightrope. And you're just 100% balanced in the moment. That's it. You're not thinking about the abyss below you. <clears throat> <laughs> And it sucks, let's face it. <clears throat> you, can't, you can't go there. <laughs> you just can't go there. Man on wire was not thinking about the abyss below him. You know, the guy who did free solo of uh, El Capitan, I mean, that's one of the most amazing things I've ever watched in my life. That somebody, I mean, it was insane, but it was also amazing. <laughs> 
that someone could stay that focused that long. Extraordinary. Actually, it's, a, it's, a, it's really, I'd say it's one of the wonders of the world to see that. But, it's, but, it's, but not to do that, but that in a way it's a, it's a message to us right now. That's it. There you are, you are definitely present. Sometimes when we get sick or we get injured or we, you know, we get broken down, it helps us. Even when we do a trip like what, what, what um, Ben was talking about, that it, can, it, can, it really in a way it kind of breaks us down in a way that allows us to reorganize in a new way. And that's what's happening to you right now. Uh, spiritually also you're really plugged in beautifully so this is just where you very gently learn stillness without holding and not, and stay out of your mind yeah i know it's very seductive as i like to say the ego is the bungee cord back to unconsciousness so you just have to keep coming back over and over and over again without a judgment it's very, I mean, everybody has a mind that's out of control, everybody, until it's, not in, until it's not where you live anymore. Then it's not a problem anymore. I used to have a mind that tortured me relentlessly. I couldn't even sleep because of it when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> now I fall asleep usually in 30 seconds. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's too much energy going through the system. And actually, when I got up last night in the middle of the night to pee, if you don't mind me saying so, I had so much energy that I sat for like five minutes, just breathing, doing like chi breathing, just to move all the energy. There's just so much energy moving through this body. And then I got back to sleep. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. Come back to stillness, just come back to stillness. That's it. So you let yourself realign with the stillness and stay out of your mind. Keep coming out of your mind and have an inner voice that helps you remember that. That's it. As soon as you do that, you soften. As soon as you do that, openness happens. Oh, you're, as soon as you do that, opening into openness is allowed. Do you feel that? You're fine. You might want to work with meditating with your eyes open, gazing. Yeah, I tend to resist meditating at all. Yeah, I understand. It's it's good. That's good that you know that and still do it anyway. Just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just, just be with that one who's in resistance. And if you really can't do it or don't want to do it, that's fine. No one's pressuring you here, honestly. No expectation. But I would say you're ready. And probably it will really help you a lot. <laughs> okay. I'm not the hardcore teacher that, you know, if you don't do that, you can't come back. You know, I, I, I give people a lot of leeway <laughs> to find the truth. No, I give people a lot of leeway for them to have the truth find them. That's more accurate. You taste good to see you, Nora. To see you too. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Take good care. I'll see you soon. All right. Okay. Bye. All right. So let's all come back now and we'll just sit together as a group. We'll have the rest of the time together now to really just deepen into what's happening or be with what's happening or to be with the resistance to what's happening, as the case may be. Remember that practice is the refinement of attention to what is. It's not about getting a result or getting to a destination. The reason it's not about getting to a destination is that you're already here. You may not know that and you may not feel that, but whether you, however you feel, that's exactly where you are.
<clears throat> really wonderful being with you again. Beautiful day. Um, take great care of yourself and just have that open mind that keeps discovering and learning. And, and uh, I'll, I look forward to seeing you really soon. In the meantime, um, happy trails and lots of love. Thank you so much. Okay, bye for now.